uh, all the way from our new harvest, uh, Palm Springs Church. Please help me welcome, as we stand again this morning, Pastor Sergio Gonzalez. Amen. Give him a warm new harvest welcome this morning. Pastor Sergio. Amen. It's good to be here. How many are excited this morning? Why don't we go ahead and worship God? Let's, let's usher in the presence of God this morning. Father, we love you. Release the Holy Ghost in this room today, Father. Encourage, break every stronghold today. Father, as your word comes down from heaven, God, that it will transform us today that we will leave differently. Father, we pray, breathe upon your people today that I would decrease, that you would increase today in this place. We give you praise. We give you all the honor and all the glory. God's people can say, thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. I count it a privilege uh, to be able to speak this morning. Pastor Richard uh, invited me, and I always count it a blessing to come to Norwalk Conference. I got saved at the age of 25. I won't tell you how old I am, but I'll tell you what, it's, it's God is, has the keeping, sustaining power to keep you saved. How many believe that? This morning, I'd like to minister a sermon that I've entitled, The Seeds That Survived. I'll take you to the parable of the sower, which is a familiar parable. If you have your Bibles today, could you open to Matthew chapter 13, verse 1 through 9. And today, the purpose of this parable is that we do not get discouraged or distracted from our mission. How many know that Jesus came to seek and save that which is lost? That was his purpose. I revised my sermon last night, so uh, I pray that God will use it today to encourage you. Matthew 13, of all the parables, this is one of the parables that is, I believe, Jesus most elaborated on to bring clear understanding of what we will go through as Christians. Let's read it today. Matthew 13. The same day went Jesus out of the house and he sat by the seaside. Great multitudes were gathered unto him so that he went into a ship and he sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spoke many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, 
Some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls, they came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no depthness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked. them. Verse 8, but others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who has ears to hear? Let him hear. Today I want to entitle The Seeds That Survived. Today, I believe that we look out today and see that the seed that was planted in your heart, however long you've been saved, I believe that it is that seed that has been kept, has been guarded, has been watered, has been prayerfully watched over, and that's why you and I are here today. Amen. How many appreciate our pastors today? If there is something that I have learned from Pastor Richard through the years, through preaching, through coming to conferences, something that perhaps many times is not listened to, but he has constantly said, guard your hearts. Guard your hearts. The seed that has been implanted into your heart, the seed of salvation, however long that seed has been placed in your heart. It has brought us this far. And how many know Jesus has the keeping power to keep us? Jesus spoke in parables. And the disciples came to Jesus. And of all of the parables, they wanted more insight. How many know if you ask, you shall receive? Of all of the parables, Jesus, he goes into this parable meticulously to explain to them and to teach them the working of the gospel. Today, he said that the seed is the word of God. I brought this prop to show you 
to implant it in your mind today that when you and I hear the gospel, it is the seed that is planted in your heart. Guard your heart because out of it are the issues of life. Amen. And in our story, we find the parable of the sower, familiar portion of scripture. We have read this scripture. And that I was looking at it, I always thought, well, Jesus is, is talking about others. But when I looked at it last night, I looked at it with fresh eyes, 1.30 in the morning, and I began to realize that what Jesus was doing is he was speaking to us. That seed that has been placed in your heart, that you are to guard it. First of all, we find the sower. The sower, it just simply means the gardener. It means the one that takes the seed and plants it in the ground. But in this parable, the Bible says that the sower that he is planting, kind of when you look at that picture there, is he is half hazardly just throwing the seed all over. You see, I know about planting. I know that when you plant, that you take special precaution to make sure that where you want that seed to grow, you want it to fall directly in the place that you have cultivated, that you have prepared. But in our parable, it's a little bit different. Because what he is doing, I'm not even going to use the word wildly, getting the seed and taking chances and tossing it out as the seed flies and it hits the air and it begins to go all over. My friend, that is a picture of you and I. We are the sowers. We have called to preach the gospel. We have been called to guard our hearts because we never know. I said we never know who's going to get saved. We never know where the seed is going to land. We don't know. How many know God? He is in charge of the seed. God is in charge of the growth. God is in charge of everything. The only thing that we have been called to is to plant the seed and to place it and it will grow amen and it will bring forth fruit I believe that that is the picture of new harvest Christian fellowship that you know what God is going to bring a new harvest God is going to bring something fresh to our fellowship like never before as we keep our eyes on the word of God because it is the word of God that keeps us. If anything, Jesus is enlightening. He's bringing fresh revelation and he's telling them of the danger of the seed. He tells them, as we can look there, as he, as he elaborates on this parable in Luke's gospel, chapter 8. Verse 11, 
This is the explanation. This is what he is talking to us about. The parable, the seed is the word. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then comes the devil and takes away the word out of their heart. Least they should believe and be saved. The hard, the impenetrable, the difficult. How many can say that was the way we were? We were hard-hearted. We didn't care about nobody, and we didn't care if nobody cared about us. I'll tell you, until somebody told us about Jesus Christ, until somebody was able to help us and take us under their wing. Amen. I'll tell you, that's why this fellowship is so unique, because we had the mindset. We had the heart for souls. Don't let the devil, amen, steal the seed that God has placed in your heart. Do not harden your heart because I tell you in Christianity Satan is on the warpath because he knows his time is short he knows that he hasn't have much time and I'll tell you every time that you come to church the preacher he is spreading the seed he is throwing it out when you bring visitors when you do outreaches I believe New Harvest Christian Fellowship was birthed in evangelism I believe New Harvest Christian Fellowship has the heartbeat of God and that is you know what to go out into the highways to go out into the byways and to spread the message the gospel how many know the gospel works the gospel transforms the gospel changes when i got saved there was a change in my life but i didn't want to let go of the old man but there was a change jesus changed my vocabulary jesus changed my priorities amen i'll tell you i am a man today that you know what i have to go to church amen i must seek the word of god i must pray amen you know what it's it's life or death for me amen i can't just say no nah, i'm just gonna stay home and shine it on no 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 my friend that's just me talking amen but I'll tell you we all need to protect the seed we need to carefully uh, uh, cultivate the seed pray over the seed this is a fellowship that if you don't pray you don't stay amen. if you don't fast you don't last sooner or later you'll find something to complain about sooner or later you're not even coming for to to this to water the seed to see the seed grow now you're coming to look around and to see everything that is wrong amen and to make all of the excuses why you don't have to come to church amen i'll tell you there's something taking place on the heart because that was what jesus was talking about when he talks about the soil amen he says the hard-hearted heart the seed came and it was impenetrated it would not get in today you know what can you say that you know what that your heart is open to receive you are receptive you know what to this time of refreshing 
I come from the city of triple digit. I come, I was, I was going to say, amen, you know, there's fire and brimstone there, but there ain't no brimstone, but there definitely is some fire. 120 degrees when we, 110 when we left Palm Springs. Guess what we got to look, to look forward to Sunday morning when we opened the door at the church? 120 degrees temperatures. And you know what? The devil sits on your, uh, on right here and he tells you, nobody's going to come. It's too hot. Everybody wants to stay inside in the dark room, close the doors, lock themselves in. But I'll tell you, my friend, there's the Christians. They need the truth for them. You know what? It's something that they have to have. And there is a fellowship church in the city of Palm Springs. God has just opened the door for us. 3,300 square feet. Amen. You know what? God has made it so that, you know what? I didn't have to, to, to pull my hair out. I didn't have to stress out. Amen. Trust in the living God. He is alive. He knows what your needs are. Amen. You know what? He is a way maker. Is he not a way maker? For some of us, he's not a way maker anymore because our hearts have now become hardened. You know what? Our hearts have become unpenetrable. The seed. Before we can become a harvest worker, because that's what we are. I said, we're harvest workers. All of my kids, you know what, they wanted to go to college because they seen how hard I worked. And they said, no, Dad, you know what, we're going to work in an air-conditioned office. We're going to go to college, and we're going to be smart. And they are. But I'll tell you, I was at the bank Friday, and, uh, you know, I come from an agricultural city, and uh, one of, one of the, the crops that is harvested there is the grape. Any, any grape workers? You ever seen them work in the grape fields? They were there at the bank cashing their checks, but two of them were women. And one of them was a man, but they were not dressed like average people. These people, they had hats on, they had masks on, they had bandanas on, they were clothed. And I'll tell you, the harvest worker has to be a hard worker. And working in the kingdom of God, just like Pastor Tim said, sometimes there is no pay. Hello, church. We'll do anything for money, like my brother said, but I'll tell you, harvest worker, can I ask you a personal question today? Is the seed still in good soil? Is the seed in your heart still in good soil? 
because we don't believe in the doctrine once saved always saved that was weak I said we don't believe in the doctrine amen that you can just accept Jesus and live any old way I'll tell you what we believe Christianity is a lifestyle Christianity you know what there are changes of priorities you know what there are things we are different can you say amen we're not called to blend in with the world we're called to be the light of the world and I have to say today Amen. As I look out, you know what? You are the light of the world. People are watching you. You know why? Because this world needs hope. We live in a hopeless world. We live in a world that is broken. We live in a world, you know what, of dysfunctional families. We live in a world where kids are being brought up without parents. And I'll tell you today, the gospel answers those needs Jesus will be a father unto you and I this morning beyond popular belief we don't believe once saved always saved work out your own salvation with fear and trembling my friend what's God I believe telling our church today guard your heart guard your heart the seed is the word of God the problem was never the seed, but it was the soil. The Bible says the seed fell among the wayside, the wayside and the birds, as this parable is explained and expounded upon, the, uh, the soil fell by the wayside and the birds of the air when they saw the seed fall and it did not penetrate it came and it devoured the seed you've heard of scarecrows we don't use scarecrows down there where I come from we just get a cat Why? Because the seed is precious, especially in the economy of today. The, the seed is, is costly, and we don't want to feed all those fat birds. <laughs> the seed is valuable. What God is doing in your life is valuable. Why is it that Satan turns it around and he begins to make you and I look at serving God as now something difficult? Jeremiah 17, 9 the heart is desperately wicked who can know it I the Lord I search the heart to reward every man according to his doing 
We have an old nature in here, don't we, folks? I said, we have an old nature. And when you come to Christ Jesus, there is a heart transplant. There is a, a spiritual transformation. I don't know how it happens. I don't know when it happens. But it has happened, you know what, in our journey of Christianity that God has changed our hearts. He sees our hearts. He examines the heart. Amen. He searches the heart. He doesn't look at the outward appearance of the heart. What does he do? He touches the heart. Amen. You know what? He transformed the heart. He was doing this for thousands of years before there was ever a transplant. And those transplants that we hear about today, physical ones, the American culture is very accustomed to transplants today. You hear of people getting transplants and thank God for modern medicine. Thank God for the miracle, you know what, of life. Can you say amen? Man might have the medicines, but I mean, God is the healer. I said, isn't God the one that gives life? Isn't God the one this, this morning or this afternoon that transforms the heart? Our hearts were desperately wicked. Ezekiel 36, 26. He says, I will give you a new heart. Thank God for that. How many can say you were mean? I'm talking to the ladies. Uh, how many of you can say you were mean? How many can say you're still mean? Uh, you know, but Jesus has tenderized that heart. Jesus has transformed that heart. Amen. I don't want to make any enemies. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm your friend. Uh, but I'm going to nevertheless preach the gospel to you. Amen. And uh, you know what? I want to keep it gospel here. So let me stay on track. Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost. I love that. Jesus came to save, seek and to save. That was the heartbeat of God. Can I ask you a question again? Do you still have a burden for souls? I said, do you still have a burden for souls? Do you still love the lost? I mean, no, some, some people are hard to love. Some people are impossible to love. But if you got Christ inside of you, he's going to help you love those people. Amen. And I'll tell you this morning, you know what? We got to go back and have the passion for souls. You know what? For that down and out. You know what? For that one that's on the streets. For that one that is hurting. You know why? Because that's what the gospel is. The gospel is the medicine. The gospel is the hope. God has entrusted you with the seed. Then all you are is simply a sower to go and to take that seed and to spread it to the hopeless and I guarantee you as you spread the seed you know what it's going to bring in a harvest we want a harvest then I believe that you know we need to plant the seed haphazardly like never before go places we've never gone do things that we've never tried before because you know what I believe that God is put favor upon this fellowship. We are a favored people. We come to church. We don't want to look at the faults. We don't want to look at what's wrong. Because, how I many know there's no perfect church? There's no perfect church. Luke 8.13 
the explanation. The elaboration in verse 13 from Jesus. They on the rocks are they which they hear. They receive the word with joy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And these, they have no root. Which for a while, for a little while, they believe. And in time of temptation, they drift away. The seed on the rocky rocks. These lack soil. You don't have to have a green thumb to plant and to grow nice plants. All you got to have is good soil and a whole lot of water, <laughs> especially in Palm Springs. <laughs> That's all you got to have, and God will do the rest. The condition of the soil. What is the condition of your heart today? Have people caused you to become angry and bitter? Have people hurt your feelings? Celebrate recovery. I went to teach it, and now I'm a student. <laughs> some people will make you sick, and some people will heal you. <laughs> some people will heal you. I come, I'm, I'm always, when I come to Norwalk, and it's, it's a drive, and it's a road, and it's a sacrifice. But I tell you, every time that I travel those four hours, one, two, two, and two, I go back different. I guarantee you. And I bring people with me. And we have people here today visiting our conference all the way from the desert. They're special. I planted a seed when I got saved, 1990, well, I, I was a disciple in the church. I'm going to say, I'm going to stop at that gas station over there. And I know a brother there, or a guy, he wasn't a brother yet. He was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I thought I was crazy. <laughs> no, but let me go on. I went. I gave him a flyer, said hello, and in my heart I said, that's, that's the end of it. This is, this is about 20-some years ago. The seed was planted in his heart. He got saved. His wife got saved. His brother got saved. His grandchildren got saved. You know what? There's now three generations in our church. They're visiting our church. I can't say they're going full blast for Jesus, but you know what? They respect our church. They know of our church. They know who we are. Amen. You know why? Because you know what? We care for the lost because we have the heartbeat of God because you know what? We know what's important to Jesus is souls. Amen. This is, you know what? This is 
is the call for every harvest worker today, every church worker. We live in a day and age today where, you know what, it's very difficult to find harvest workers. Amen. Pastors, hello, can I get a witness out there? It's very hard to find volunteers. It's very hard, you know what, to... to to find people that want ministry. You know why? Because ministry is hard work. That's why. And I tip off my hat to Norwalk, working with our youth. Amen. There's battle coming up for our young people. Amen. You know what? I don't know how you have the energy to keep up with these guys. But you know what? You're doing an awesome job. You know why? Because there's people all the way in Palm Springs that they want to come because they're, they're, their homes need healing. They're hurting inside and when they come and they go back you know what at least for those couple of days they've experienced something sound they've experienced something real they've experienced the love of God that you know what that you shared with them and you opened your hearts and you put up with them amen and I'll tell you this morning that is the heartbeat of God in time of temptation they fade away Luke 18.1. Are you there? I'm using the King, King James Version. I believe one of the other versions says, he spoke a parable to this end that men ought always to pray and never give up. How many have ever felt like giving up? How many have ever watched a fight and you know the boxers are in the ring? How many, can I take you back to, the, to, to Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard? Amen, when they were in the ring, amen, for the second fight and Sugar Ray Leonard goes out and he baffles Roberto Duran. He puts him up in the ropes and he makes a very powerful statement that you know what, it's, 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 it's alive today. You know what he said after he was getting pounded on, after he was up against the ropes, you know what he said? He said, no mas, no mas. I believe there's many Christians, you know what, on the inside of your heart, you've already given up. You've already thrown in the towel. You've already said, I don't want no more. But I want to tell you today, that's the lie of the devil. You got to come back. You know what, you got to come back to Jesus and let him give you a heart, a heart for souls. You got to come back to Jesus. And you know what, to tell the devil, amen, to get behind you, Satan. I'm not going to give up I'm gonna keep on fighting even though I'm bleeding even though you know what I, I don't see any hope of coming out of this but you know what I mean no God is working when we don't even see it God is working when we don't even know it he is a way maker God is in your corner you're not gonna go down that's the lie of the devil amen God's got your back you know what stop looking all around at the results I'll tell you look to the God that you serve because for God all things are possible. We've quit. Satan has deceived. Believers don't want no more ministry. There was a time that you had to qualify. 
Remember? Oh, we don't need no qualifications, man. Just get in your house. Amen. You want to show up once a month? Well, wait, you know what? I mean, we need workers. It's frustrating when you don't got no harvest workers because the crop, the harvest, is valuable. Amen. Jesus said, look out into the harvest fields because they are white and ready to harvest. He says, we don't have four more months. He says there is the urgency of now. There is an urgency of today. I believe we can fill this place if we would just get that burden for souls the way that we used to have it. As you would come, protect that seed. Pray over that seed. Don't let your heart become hardened. I've pastored and I'm not going to tell you how long, 33 years, short time. And my closest ally is my wife. She's precious. The Bible says, the Bible says, he that has found a good wife has found a good thing. I don't know why the Bible calls her a thing. She's not a, but she's valuable. She's, she's, she's precious. Amen. I thank God for her. Amen. You know, this is even, this is not even a marriage thing. Amen. But I'll give you that tidbit. Amen. Anyhow, amen. I pastored the church and, you know, uh, we see numbers. I think probably from 20, we've, we've had the church at one time, in that long time, probably about 90. Buildings, that, that's the pastor's hardest uh, trial, paying the rent. <laughs> Everybody can go home, but I mean, well, the pastor's got to sit back and how much do we pick up for the offering? It ain't, it ain't quite there yet. How much more do we need? Well, we need three quarters of it. Well, pull out your check, boy, because it's got to get taken care of. Okay, let's, let's do what we got to do. Would you sacrifice for your church? I said, would you sacrifice for your church? Would you dig into your pockets? Because I may know God has blessed some of you. And you know what? It would not hurt you. You know what? It would not, not hurt you that much. You know what? To, to put aside a certain amount and to invest and to give whatever God places in your heart. But you know what? In those years of looking for buildings and the numbers going up and down, I'll tell you, I got to go back to the word of God. Sergio, don't let your heart get hard you know what don't let the devil come and take the seed that was planted inside of your heart I'm going to watch my heart more carefully Isaiah 55 11 I lost track of time you ain't got nowhere to go hold on I got you now. I got to preach like I'm never coming back. Hallelujah. Amen. I got to get you, man. And I, I just got to do it. Amen. Because you got away with a lot of stuff. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Check this out. 
Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. What does he say? Oh, friend, this is fresh from heaven for us. Oh, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It shall not return. What you're doing for God is not in vain. It shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. God, the mysterious thing of the seed and the growth, all the sower can do, all the sower has power over is the planting, the watering, the fertilizing, but the growth is up to God. Amen. He says, you just do your job, you preach it. You cultivate it. You, through this conference, there's things that we have to let go of Amen. that are taking away our joy, taking away our victory, taking away our, 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 our heart of service. As I bring this to a close, Romans 10, 13. He said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they hear on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Oh, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Your feet take you places. How can they hear without a preacher? How can we have a harvest without sowers? Some of us, as I think about this, We no longer view ministry the way we used to. That's because the weeds have gotten in. The hard, crusty soil. We have lacked the altar call. Our connection with God. The emphasis, as I close again, is 
again. Okay, Sergio, okay. Uh, the altar. The supernatural. We need our hearts transformed in this conference, don't we, in this summit? Church, we need our hearts. We need to take better care of the seed. I will plant this seed. I saved it from last year because it's... But only half of the seed that I put into the ground will grow. Because I know not every seed hits that good soil. You are that good soil. That seed was planted in your heart. Can you come today? Can you come to the altar and say, God, heal my hardened heart. Heal. Take away my bitterness. Heal. Help me to forgive others because I'm going to guard my heart as my past reminds me because out of it are the issues of life. Let's bow our heads today. The altar. It takes humility. God says he honors humility, but he resists the proud. Let's come to God in humility today and say, God, heal my broken heart.